0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of the People of Packaging Podcast. I'm your host, the Packaging Pastor, Adam Peake. You can find me on TikTok at Packaging Pastor. You can also connect up with me on LinkedIn. Adam Peake is my name. I'm the Senior Vice President of Sales at Myers. I'm also the host of this People of Packaging Podcast. So this episode, which is being brought to you by Specrite, please, please, please stop guessing if you're gonna guess. What your specs are, you're going to guess wrong. Make sure that you spec right. Go to specright.com backslash PKG, which is S P E C R I G H T.com backslash PKG to learn more about how you can help your company achieve your goals. Specright.com backslash PKG. As a matter of fact, Kevin Davis from Dermalogica, he and I met at the Specrite Summit in Austin, Texas, and so it felt really appropriate to be able to recording record this on Earth Day. I was in Southern California for my son's basketball tournament, so I brought all my rec- recording equipment. We got on a uh, Zoom call with Maria from APTAR, and her and Kevin talk a lot about their partnership and how they developed a monomaterial pump to help dermalogica and unilever achieved their goals so let's get to this interview with kevin and maria hey everybody welcome to a live in person i got to travel yesterday for the first time and they it was they had the the mask mandate was kind of lifted and that was just an interesting experience to feel Like, okay, maybe we're maybe we're back to some more live interactions a little bit more and in in a way that's safe. And so that was that was great. Uh, I'm out here in Carson, right? Correct. Carson, California. All right. With uh, I'm at the Dermalogica corporate headquarters. We're going to get into what a cool experience this has been to be here. But. Uh, This is a podcast we're recording on Earth Day. I've got Kevin Davis, Uh, he is the Associate Director of Packaging Engineering here at Dermalogica. And we're also joined by Maria, she's the Global Account Director for Unilever at Aptar. Maria, where are you um, zooming, videoing in from again?
1: Hi Adam, um, I am I am based in London, so uh, uh, it's a very great day, but it's not raining, so I'm here, uh, glad to be connected with you guys in Southern California.
0: Yeah, yeah, the weather is not that in Southern California. No. It's quite beautiful, actually. <laughs> not to not Don't to make me in. jealous. Yeah, yeah, not not to rub <laughs> it in, but it's pretty it's pretty nice here. Uh, so uh, this is thanks thanks again to uh, Kevin and Dermalogica and the whole team here. It's been it's been awesome as we've been talking and getting set up, and we're going to be talking about something that is is really a cool innovation and a and a collaboration and partnership between Dermalogica and Aptar. So first, uh, I want to give you a chance. This is the people of packaging, and so uh, Kevin, I'd love to give you a chance to just introduce yourself. Right, we're not. We're in the packaging industry. We sort of hang out in the shadows. Just like somebody said, if packaging does their job, nobody notices. And that's great. (laughs) Uh, So sometimes it's hard for us to kind of have that conversation and talk about ourselves. But this is your chance, Kevin. You've been waiting your whole life for this moment to to be on a packaging podcast. Right.
2: Uh, Well, I went to Stout and uh, started out right away in packaging. Go go Blue Devils. Yep. Yeah. So it's been a it's been an interesting 21 years in in packaging, kind of spanning a gambit of different companies and uh, styles of packaging. Um, <clears throat> but I've always loved it. It's always brought. It's always interesting. It's changing. It's fast paced. It's um. It's it's never dull, and uh, that's been the coolest part of it. And now coming here to Dermalogica, it's been uh, really exciting with the innovation that they're pushing and desire to continue to push forward new packaging and especially in the sustainability realm, which is what right. brings us here today. Yeah. Um but uh
0: how long have you been here? Year and a half. Okay.
2: So pretty new.
0: And where did you move to Southern California?
2: No, I was here. Okay. Here in 2010. Okay. And uh been here locally and then had this opportunity come up.
0: I mean having been to both uh, Menominee, Wisconsin and also Carson, California Menominee is a cool it's a cool little Midwest town right like right. I don't want to but you know LA is also not terrible <laughs> to live <laughs> pretty in pretty much opposite ends of the spectrum yeah yeah uh, although I did have some delicious pizza while I was there I don't remember the name of it it was Ted's yeah. yeah I hit up some Ted's <laughs> pizza. it was it was great um, so yeah I mean it's They've got a great, they got a great program there, and but I'm I'm glad you landed here. So, uh, and we'll we'll get over here to Maria, um, in in a second. But I wanted to read this quote. So uh, Jane, um, oh no, I'm going to say her name incorrect. Werwind, thanks, <laughs> Jane Werwind. I just realized I was like I've never said her name out loud. Uh, has this great book uh, called Skin in the Game, and I was I was reading it, and and I and I saw this quote, and this is going to. Uh, it's gonna I think help kind of bring bring to light some of the the things that are happening at Dermalogica in the partnership with Aptar, but I want to give you a chance to kind of expand on this and talk a little bit about Dermalogica's just ethos right sure. in their in their in their culture and purpose so she wrote have you heard the expression first to market it refers to who has the new and original twist on an idea or product and launches first it can be a huge advantage to get in before others flood the market with cheaper inferior or maybe even better products dermalogica was first to market in lots of ways name packaging mm, packaging Clean skincare concept education and leading the newly minted professional skincare market. So this is, and this is when she was kind of going through some of the history of Dermalogica. So Kevin, do you want to maybe just give? I, I think a lot of people have heard of Dermalogica, but maybe they don't realize how how this has been a part of just that that core principle since the since the beginning. Yeah, I mean, so when Jane
2: started producing products or putting out products in 1986 she'd always started with clean ingredients and then say before clean was a thing we were producing products that were clean clean ingredients and i think that mentality has carried through the years to bring us to where we are now on pushing for sustainability yeah in our packaging i mean the two are hand in hand and, right and not just packaging but we're also working on the ingredient level as well so sustainably sourced ingredients are also a big portion of this so not only clean but sustainable yeah just like our packaging so those are those are pieces that carry through all the way from 1986 to here in 2022 yeah that 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 mentality as you said ethos of the business that uh that brings all these pieces together
0: no doubt and you know i think that it's important for for the listeners or the viewers to to know that about Dermalogica, we're not here because it was like, oh no, we got to do something about sustainability. Let's quick just like come up with an innovation that we can market. You know, it's it's just been it's been a part of the overall brand since its inception. It's a natural outflowing of the culture of the brand and of the people, and we're gonna get to that a little bit later, just kind of the culture and the people. But I want to kick it over to Maria. And, uh, and Maria I'd love for you to uh, introduce yourself you know we know you're in London and we also uh, pre-call we discuss that I should not attempt to say your, your first and last name <laughs> and so you can yeah. you can do that justice because I will I will I have a, now I am a world traveler I've been to London I've been to Africa and India and China and Hong Kong and Ash- so I, I do have a I have enough appreciation for different cultures to know that I uh, would like, I, I don't do a very good job being raised in America at, at saying words very well. So, <laughs> uh, so Maria, I would love for you to do, uh, introduce yourself and, you know, what does it mean to be the global account director at Unilever at Aptar and uh, the, the floor is yours or I guess the screen is yours.
1: Perfect, perfect. So My name is Maria Vázquez-Ricote, I am the Global Account Director uh, for Unilever within APTAR. As Adam was saying, I'm based in in, in London. You can tell by my accent that I'm not British. I'm a Spanish lady, love refugee that moved to London 21 years ago, married with a British guy and and having a family with four kids. Um, I have been working for APTAR for the last four years. I am I am, like I said, responsible of the Unilever business within, within our company. And this um, gives me, as you know, Unilever is, uh, is uh, a customer that offers a tremendous possibility, uh, really engage in sustainability, and that they have got uh, products in different application fields. Not only that, but they have got uh, a big business, which is what we know as the mass, but also the prestige business. Um, they have nine brands, um, including Dermalogica, and I, and I truly enjoy working with the, with the prestige uh, team. Uh, there's always this this passion to to bring innovation to market, and it's something that is making my job uh, really enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, the, the being sort of orbiting in, well, not really orbiting, like being in <clears throat> sustainability and packaging, for the better part of seven years, it's been it's been awesome to see, you know, big brands and big companies like Unilever say, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to be about it. And yeah. um, and so, Maria, maybe just a, a, a brief history about why um, Aptar uh, Get, you know gets involved in these innovations with, with a company like Unilever? I mean, maybe just a, a little bit, 30 seconds or a minute on who is Aptar? Lots of people have heard of Dermalogica okay. outside of packaging. Not a lot of people have heard about Aptar. So um, let me you know, let me
1: uh, thank you. Thank you for that, Adam, uh, for yeah. giving me the opportunity. Um, Aptar, we are a packaging manufacturer that we are uh, specialized in dispensing solutions. Um, we have. Uh, we are a company that employs thirteen thousand employees. Uh, we have got a global presence with forty uh, forty seven manufacturing sites. And just to give you an idea of the size of the business, um, we are three point two billion uh, uh, dollars. Um, we have identified uh, as one of our uh, growth uh, pillars uh, sustainability. We uh, we truly believe that uh, companies with purpose. Um, will do, will do, will do better, and is, and is something is an ethos that is really spread all around uh, the 13,000 of us. Um, is for me, is fabulous to work with a customer that has got exactly the same kind of objectives. Um, both companies, this is uh, this is Unilever and Aptar, we signed the Ellen MacArthur um, Foundation what it means is that we really want to work together to try to reduce the impact um, that we, we have in the environment. And we have pledged that by 2025, uh, 100% of our packaging will be either recyclable, um, uh, compostable or, or reusable. And to work with a company like, like Unilever that has got the same objectives, then what it does is that opens these opportunities to, to bring to the market innovations that they fit Within within this
0: purpose, yeah, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that. It's I was driving up here uh, from from Orange County to Carson, and I've been listening to a book called uh, Conscious Capitalism, and they actually mentioned Unilever in the book. And one of the quotes is that uh, conscious capitalism <laughs> creates value for all stakeholders. There, it's it's a it's a it's a win 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 right oh, yes. and and i think that's really important and they they even mentioned you just you said a quote they said um, that companies that practice conscient or conscious capitalism uh, outperform companies who don't maybe it's crony capitalism or other types that are you know just for you just strictly for profit and they outperform them over the long run by 10x mm-hmm. and so it's it, you just hit on it right when you when you said it it's not just about the you know the shareholders for aptar the shareholders for dermalogica or unilever it's about the shareholders and stakeholders that are the customers of dermalogica and the environment and it, the you know the consumers and the employees it it's creating this kind of innovative win-win partnership uh, across, across everyone so and I
1: also believe, Adam, that um, is giving uh, all the employees of this kind of companies uh, gives an, an a special purpose. Mm. And what it happens is that you have got a much higher retention of talent. So the, the transition of employees going out of these kind of companies is extremely low. And it's just because it gives this, this sense of uh, uh, reward when uh, you know that what you are working and what you are doing, it has got a purpose.
0: Yep. And by the way, when you said reward, I heard a little bit of your British accent. So it's not <laughs> there's, a, there's a hint of it
1: now after 21 years. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, let's let's get into some of this innovation and some of this reward. Uh, the thing that brought us together, we'll call it uh, it's it, I'm holding this up. And this is not many people really think about something like a pump. Really, until it stops working, and then they're like, "Ah, they're so they're they, you know they get frustrated, right?" Uh, but this this innovation uh, and, and partnership between Aptar and Dermalogica is really quite cool. Uh, I won't I won't spoil what it is exactly, but Kevin, I'd love to turn to you when you were uh, developing. Well, first of all, other than like this just being just a pump, like tell the audience why this particular pump is so new and innovative right lot of people look at this and be like okay right it's just pump
2: just a pump <laughs> i think the biggest thing right off the top is that it's monomaterial yeah so traditional pumps metal spring metal ball maybe and this has it's fully plastic plastic bellow um, to replace the spring mechanism so that really is what you know we jumped on as far as having a monomaterial pump and then rendering the full package monomaterial pe and able to just throw the whole thing in the recycling bin, not having customers have to worry about, do I remove it? Do I throw this away? Do I recycle this? I'll recycle the whole piece.
0: Yeah. Um, the other So, very- so that pump oh. is, so that pump, and is this whole thing, you're saying this whole thing is fully recyclable?
2: Yeah, full PE. Okay. So when it's, once it's empty- Wow. All in the recycling bin.
0: That's uh, that's super cool. Um, yeah. And, and, and there's probably people that are going, Wait, it hasn't been fully recyclable, and no, it right. was not. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think that's the thing. Probably a lot of people don't realize that with the mixed material and pumps, they're not recyclable. Yeah, um, I think the other big piece of this is our historical pump. Um, you know, moving more toward DTC shipments, um, it get a lot of damage, right? And this has been built specifically to pass Amazon ISTA six testing.
0: Okay, let's packaging nerd out here for right. just a second. Uh, pretend like people, me, uh, don't know what all goes into the ISTA six Amazon testing, uh, because there, there, are, there are certainly people watching or listening right now who are like, I know exactly how hard that is, mm-hmm. and then there's people like me who are going, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I don't know what that means. It's so break that so, down just yeah. a little bit. So
2: the I guess we can start from the basics. So Institute of Safe Transit Association, they put out testing standards based on different uh, routes, if you will, that a package might see and, and, and depending on its size and shape. Right. So with Amazon, um, they put together a very rigorous test protocol because they want to limit the amount of secondary packaging that's being used in their shipments right so sustainability wise cost wise the less packaging the better so the test protocols are extremely rigid or rigorous i'm sorry so such that this can ship by itself and not leak um, not break so you're talking significant drop shock mm-hmm. vibration the, the whole nine yards that this has to go through to to pass and be
0: certified i say this all the time to anyone who asks me and you're hitting on that right now There the least sustainable thing is having a returned or damaged package. Because all of the energy, all the carbon, all of the time that goes into making that thing, and then if it gets damaged or broken or returned, if if it doesn't function, there's nothing sustainable about it. It doesn't matter how great the materials are. If you could have a fully recyclable monomaterial pump that if it's just constantly breaking in shipment, that's not actually better for the environment, just because it's fully recyclable. It's also fully be getting destroyed, and that would not be helpful. So, is that is that maybe like a layman's term sure. of of Ista Six? Yeah. Okay. You know,
2: you're, you're limiting the amount, as you said, of repetitiveness of shipping things and the subsequent impact to carbon footprint, and that. I mean, you're, you're yeah, breaking it out again. You're doubling up on
0: yeah all that. Go ahead, Maria.
1: Now I was going to say to to add on to everything that Kevin's saying, uh, perhaps it's one of the most uh, restrictive and and uh, and hard uh, protocol to pass, because uh, Amazon, as we know, they might put together in the same box um, different range of uh, of uh, of um, articles, and and it's not just uh, that the the pump itself in 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 a. Cosmetic product might break. It's also that if it breaks and it spills, and you have got some uh, clothing, items of clothing, you have got, then it's the whole uh, package right. that was going to go to that, to them, um, to that family, and then needs to be returned and is damaged. So, so that's the domino effect, and that's the reason why they are so rigorous with the with the with the testing.
0: So Maria, how when when you're going through and working with with Dermalogica on on this type of innovation and you have all of this stuff in mind? It's not it's not the end of life, but it's also the functionality and all that. What what type of a what type of a process might you might you have to go through? I mean, how multiple iterations, I'm sure, and and you know, multiple different failures even, right? There's a Great movie called meet the robinsons i have five kids and they love it and they celebrate failures because it's an opportunity to learn and grow it's a really actually it's a really interesting business movie to to watch even though it's a little kid movie so uh walk the listeners through what what is that innovation process like uh in, in that relationship between a packaging manufacturer and a uh um, a customer like dermalogica and unilever
1: um, before before I answer your question, the first thing that I want to say is a tremendous thank you to Dermalogica the uh, that they really embraced the solution the minute that we presented to them. Um, they say yes, it ticks all all the boxes of all the objectives, and yes, we want to go for it. So they had uh, is almost you know total trust uh, in, in in us in Aptar. So thank you. Uh, thank you very much. But I I need to say that I think the companies are going to start working in a different way than we have been working until right now. And it's only that you will be able to launch an innovation to the market when both companies are really willing to collaborate. Mm. And this is a true example, and I really, really mean it, a true example of partnership. And let me explain why. When... We go and engage uh, through Unilever Prestige, and we had all these, these specific conversations with uh, with Dermalogica. We were uh, we were in an advanced uh, process of the of the development of the product, but there was a lot of things that they were not finished. So we needed um, we needed to test uh, uh, how the formulation Dermalogica the formulation was reacting with the with our pump. We needed to check this e-commerce uh, ISTA six uh, protocol. We needed to do a lot of things. And we really work well and, and, and we work together to make sure that all these milestones were, were achieved and we could launch the product to the market. I'm saying that we will have to change uh, the way we work. Obviously, this is a great example, but what I mean is that um, every time that we have quite an innovation in mind, we will start uh, uh, connecting with our partners much earlier in the process. And in fact, we have go uh, right now in mind a um, future project with uh, hopefully with Logica, where we are already talking to them at a very early stages of the development. And I think that this is essential because they will, there will be this interaction where they will be telling us, uh, Maria, when it is. Um, obviously, we have go as well our consumer test and things, but you don't see or you don't, you don't take into consideration everything. And it's so refreshing when you have got feedback from your partner and you can iterate to your point, Adam, your product until you believe that is what you need and what the market
0: needs. That's such a great point. Uh, Kevin, you and I had met at the uh, at the SpecRite Summit in Austin and one of the presenters there talked exactly about what you're talking about, Maria, that packaging, while it used to be not really an afterthought, but it was sort of in like a conference room i think he said it's being elevated to the boardroom i mean these are c-level conversations that that are occurring and it, that's not obviously the case for across the board but by and large i mean you've been in the packaging for a while i've been in it for 15 years there's been an elevated importance in an earlier yep. innovation um introduction by and, and and really just a desire for for more innovation and collaboration you take the sustainability, you couple that with a global pandemic, so we have all the sustainability movement. We've got a global pandemic, and you know, and now the whiplash of that is the supply chain mm-hmm. crisis and whatnot. And, yeah. and it's like if if you don't have that type of innovation and collaboration with your with your your partners, and really again that like the 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 multiple be- value benefits across across the entire supply chain. You're going to be in a, in a world of hurt so um I, I think that's that's a great point you bring up maria um well this uh in, in this product um well where's this product available right now um the the mono material
2: so we're going to be rolling it out very limitedly uh very soon uh, and then it'll be more globally as the year progresses okay so um, yeah, we gotta get into the stream, get it flowing through shipping yeah. and all that. So as the later in the year, mid year,
0: um, we'll be seeing this roll out. And people don't understand that you know changes in packaging, especially at the scale that that Dermalogica would do it. It's not like you just snap your right. finger and then and then all of a sudden everything is done and available. There's yeah. a there's <laughs> yeah there's some time right to steer I mean, yeah it's there's
2: inventory set supply chain issues you know you're. managing that as you're going forward and lead times are increasing and things like that yeah and filling filling equipment
0: and and then and then testing you know you talk about ista testing and and drop testing and there's uh there's all sorts of stuff that goes into it so um you know some i think you know it is earth day so maybe let's highlight a few uh current you know as as this is coming to market and that's incredibly exciting having a a fully uh, recyclable mono material is, is really cool. Uh, I'd love to talk about a few other things that you have here yep. at Dermalogica, sure. because I naturally, when I came in, Kevin found me in the lobby, but I wasn't in the coffee area. I had my, my portable podcast backpack on and I was perusing their store, just admiring packaging. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, I thought this was, uh, this was really uh, neat, this is a daily microfoliant refill and it's even highlighted uh, right here it says 92 percent less plastic it's right up here in the corner uh they they bring attention to it right on the um right on the the package so yeah. talk a little bit about this was this did this used it says 92 percent less so obviously it was something before
2: right well our current package is rather heavyweight polypropylene bottle which is great for reuse yeah right? but uh, by the way so does that
0: one have the the debossing on the back with the with the d yeah yeah that was so cool i thought like a a really like interesting attention to detail the
2: the embossing
0: yeah just kind of right there in the on the thing but anyway okay so it was it was a a polypropylene
2: polypropylene um but heavy weight i mean i don't know if you felt it but it's a it's a significant package right so um but it but it can be refilled um it has a sifter on it that pops off cool and uh so with the pouch as you said 92 percent less plastic yeah which is great and it's a very I mean one of our most popular products uh, and uh, so a refill made total sense for the consumer oh. to have a sustainable option right and the, the pouch is recycle ready so drop off at a store
0: oh right. nice yeah so that's so, all poly what, what's the recycle ready polyethylene uh, I think it's yeah, like
2: you're putting me on the spot oh it's remember.
0: fine no no because I think it's like LDPE or LLDPE. yeah it's polyethylene yeah it's, so that's another right. mono so material maybe
2: a uh, EVOH barrier possibly but less than five percent
0: yeah probably. yeah Um, but it's, you know, people lament the, like I hear people complain about the recycle ready. It's like, well, you can't complain about like having a lack of sustainability options and not be willing to take it to a store and put it into the bin, right? Like the bins, these bins are at almost every store. It's a great sustainability story, actually, because most of that gets turned into composite wood decking, which then is, is, is more tree like less less trees that we have to use to make you know this decking and by the way it lasts a lot longer and you don't need as much varnish for it and on and on and on so it's it's like when you follow down the path of these mono material films it is less it's got a lower carbon footprint um and and you know just do the right thing and have a collection bin and take it right right (laughs) i mean yeah uh well that's that's cool and another thing um that I thought I thought was really interesting, and Marie, I want to hear from you about some cool stuff that you're working on uh, at Unilever. But this is this is us going like deep into the uh, like we start talking about dunnage, like right. sustainability and dunnage packaging. But uh, this is a packaging podcast, so if you're listening to this, and you're not into packaging. I don't know what you're doing. Right. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but let's talk through uh, these these uh, kind of I guess air pillows would that yeah. be?
2: Yeah, so traditionally, obviously most people have seen plastic uh, bubbles that come in your Amazon orders or basically any shipment you might get from somebody. And recently, as of uh, late last year, we switched to this new technology that's using a paper-based solution. So it uses cornstarch on the inside. It's made of recycled material. It is is recyclable, it is repulpable, um, biodegradable. Nice. It really checks all those boxes, right? And so offers an extremely sustainable solution to the traditional plastic bubble. So we rolled this out on all of our DTC, direct-to-consumer orders, um, that we're sending out. So
0: it's a great solution. The only downside is I can't put it on the floor and jump on it and pop them. <laughs> you can just pop them. Okay. All right, maybe. Okay, we'll take that. We'll take that. No, this is <laughs> great. And especially, you know, the idea of... Um, the idea of having it it biodegradable in nature it's not like hey we don't we're not encouraging everyone just take this and just like litter but you know an example would be we had a big wind sweep through our neighborhood the other day and i looked around and all and it was trash day and there were trash cans that were just knocked over and there was stuff it's not as though all littering is just somebody who's just like i hate mother nature and they're just tossing their trash out there are a lot of things that happen accidentally and so it's good to know that if this were to end up in nature, it's not going to be, it's not going to end up as microplastics in the oceans or whatever. So that's that's really cool, uh, Maria. Um, I know that being a a global account director for a, a company that is so is pushing for sustainability, uh, like Unilever is, there's got to be some some really neat and cool things that are are out there. I know that you've been doing some work with. Uh, with I think it was it was Dove on on some uh, on some products. So, do you want to talk through some of the uh, some of the cool innovations that that uh, are out there right now to help Unilever accomplish some of their goals?
1: Of course. Um, so, our um, pipeline for new innovations, um, we have always in mind uh, people and the earth. And so, uh, all the new innovations that we are sharing with the Unilever uh, account, they are within within this this uh, following these aspects. Um, this pump that we have been discussing today, the future pump, the journey doesn't stop here. Uh, there is plans to to include recycled material within a, a fully recyclable pump. Uh, so that will be our next uh, phase, or you can use other other materials like perhaps. Um, chemical uh, recycled material that we use with one of the other uh, Unilever brands with, uh, with uh, REN uh, Clean Skincare. Um, we we are trying everything, like I was saying, that is in the pipeline uh, going forward. We'll have to achieve the, the two main aspects. One, to try to be monomaterial and second, to be e-commerce capable. So you will see hopefully an array of um, of new products that are going to be launched in the market, uh, uh, substituting what traditionally we have had with a mix of uh, of materials, and of course we work in the implementation of PCR like um, you know like other 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 packaging packaging manufacturers.
0: Yeah, and and let's not let's not look over pcr i mean it, it does create another stream i've talked about this multiple times on the podcast but pu- putting pcr into your into your packaging is creating a pull through the system it has another value stream for recyclers because recycling it t- is a for-profit it's right. not it's not just altruism right i mean there has to be value to to put that through either chemical or um or mechanical recycling stream. so right. using ptr is 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 an awesome step for for a lot of brands, and one that that many of them can and should be taking.
1: Um, um, go ahead, Maria. No, I was just going to say that is 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 truly the 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 future. We have got um, companies uh, to work with companies like Dermalogica is a true pleasure um, because I believe that we are all responsible uh, being Earth day today. We are all responsible to with for the health of our planet, aren't we? And and sometimes um, to talk that no plastic is not the solution, perhaps it's less plastic or better plastic or recycled plastic. So between together we need to find you know the solutions uh, for packaging our products. And 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 it's great, like I was saying, the work the work that we have been doing with Emagica.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Well, we are at the end of our of our time together. And uh, Maria, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I don't thank even know, you. I'm not even sure what time it is over there and over there in London, but I appreciate you coming on. So uh, do you want to s- just give the listeners a little uh, idea of how can they learn more about Aptar? How can they connect with you? Uh, how can they learn about maybe some sustainability initiatives at Aptar?
1: That that would be great. Um, we have got um, a very extensive uh, website. Uh, you can find us at aptar.com. Uh, we are also present in in uh, in the main social media. So there's uh, whether it's Instagram or LinkedIn, um, you will have information about our launches, our products. Um, once a year, of course, we, we we launch our sustainability report, which is it is a very long report, but. It has um, the highlights of all the things that we have achieved as a company. And I think it's truly making a difference um, of the work that we do against our our competitors. And the same goes with the brands that works with us, um, that they are able to do to do something that uh, the competitors don't.
0: Yeah. And and for those listening, it's aptar.com. Yeah. And, and you can find Thank them on, on LinkedIn and uh, instagram so aptar.com maria uh, mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate you coming on and and just sharing and continuing all the work that you're doing to to help brands uh you know hit their goals and get products to their customers it's 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 really cool and, and kevin uh and to the whole dermalogica team thanks so much for bringing me here you know like i mentioned when i walked in there's just a there's a feeling. I mean, 15 years in packaging. I've been in a lot of corporate headquarters, a lot of manufacturing facilities, and there is just a, a a you know to use a word that I don't use very much, but like there's a really great vibe when you walk in here, and there's there's a really great culture uh, here at, here at Dermalogica. You know, you've been here for a year and a half, uh, so you know, thank you for inviting me here, Absolutely. and uh, it's been it's been really great i I think that for a lot of the younger packaging engineers that are either in school at you know stout or one of the other schools uh (laughs) that that might be listening um you know this is this is an awesome place with a great purpose and i don't know if you felt the same thing that i did when i walked in you you get to come here maybe not every day during the pandemic but you get to be in here quite a bit no i
2: definitely did you know um like i said diverse background but Coming here was definitely different. I mean, sustainability was something from the get-go that they told, had told me, and um, that was going to be the push, right? And um, we already talked about the history, but um, you know, they do. It isn't just talk, right? A lot of sustainability can be such a catchphrase, right? I care about sustainability, whether it's greenwashing or just talking about it. But here, um, they have a desire to back it up. You know, like I said, from ingredients to packaging. They're pushing it. And, right. it, and it's it's looked at um, as a level of importance, not um, not a second, you know, not a not of a, a secondary thought. It's right? not like it's, hey, let's
0: just make any kind of packaging, and then yeah. how, how can we market this as sustainable? It's it's a right. big part of yeah.
2: We are. I mean, we have very um, we, we set some some really high goals for ourselves um, regarding sustainability in wow. 2025, and so those are always uh, at the forefront now we're much more taking a much more visible look to the packaging and how does that meet our sustainability goals are we launching things now that are going to meet our 2025 goals so um yes the, the company it's a great company and they're definitely uh, pushing that envelope and and they do care right and yeah we're doing a lot of a lot of different things uh, regarding sustainability um some that are going to be coming out here soon and um we have other packaging innovations that'll be rolling out soon. So this isn't the end all, right? We're, right. We, have, we have many things in the pipeline, be it working with Aptar um, or, or others to, to continue to push this initiative. Um, and I guess I just wanted to take a moment to thank, and you know, Maria has been very kind thus far, but I do want to thank Aptar. I mean, obviously this wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been here without Aptar's innovation and, and work on this. And it is a pleasure to be able to work with them uh, so far up in the process and have that feedback loop and and um a partner to to work with and and be able to leverage this amazing technology that they're coming out with so yeah um I just you know thank you yeah uh, thank, thank you the team there um and a shout out i just want to give one uh shout out to fred um project Rowe, who obviously is has been a, a key part of this he's uh on the unilever side okay but our a liaison in prestige who's a i'll say a a guru in sustainability oh cool he's um a very good contact and one that helped facilitate all this so i think it'd be remiss not to uh yeah say a special thanks to him on on helping facilitate this i
0: love it I love it. We're all in this together. Uh, having it having a community of people yep. is is really critical. And you know, if you want to learn more about uh, what Dermalogica is doing, you if you're watching this, you can see it's been streaming across the bottom. But you can go to dermalogica.com backslash sustainability. You can even just go to dermalogica.com and there's you'll a, find it there. It's just right there on the yeah. front page. You don't have to search for it, you know, anything like that. So uh, so really great. Uh, Kevin, how do people, uh, you can also f- follow Dermalogica on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is, is a great way to get a lot of their updates on, on what they're working on and how do people connect up with you? Yeah. I mean, if you have any questions
2: on what we talked about, uh, what we did, feel free to reach out on LinkedIn, just Kevin Davis and find me at Dermalogica there. Um, and happy to answer any questions that anybody might have on this work that we've, we've done or are doing, uh, regarding sustainability or Dermalogica.
0: Yeah, definitely. And Maria same. Uh, are you available on LinkedIn as well?
1: I am I am indeed. I okay.
0: Am. And and how do you say your last name again?
1: Vazquez <laughs> Ricote.
0: Okay.
1: A, a mouthful.
0: <laughs> okay. I'll make sure to put the links in the show notes so that if okay. someone just wants to click okay. on on your LinkedIn profile, they can they can get there along with the links with Aptar and Dermalogica. Uh, I really appreciate you both uh, you know for for Dermalogica again for hosting me and and bringing me in here and uh, and Maria and Aptar for putting this all together, and um, it's been it's been awesome. I'm excited to be in Southern California for the weekend. That also is not terrible. So sorry, Maria, you'll be in you'll be in I London, know. but that's that's okay. It's all right. Uh, one of these days, we'll we'll bring you out here. We'll do it again. Uh, all of Absolutely. us here, all of us here in the same room. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks everyone. Please, uh, if you would uh, like and share and subscribe and do all the stuff that you do with podcasts, uh, that would be great. Um, but yeah, really appreciate uh, every, everything that everyone's doing here, we're all in this together. It's all one planet. It's here on earth day. Uh, we, we only have, there's only one earth right. that I'm aware of. And, uh, you know, let's, let's all, let's all do what we can to make the world a better place and with that. I'll say, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Coming in. Yeah. No, it was great. It's it was great. great. Thank I you so much. It. Yeah. Thanks Maria. Thanks have Kevin. Have a lovely weekend. All right. You as well. Bye, Bye
1: everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Hey, that wraps up another edition of the People of Packaging Podcast. It would mean so much if you would like and share, rate, review, subscribe, because we want to change the world because we believe that packaging is awesome.